Hello again, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, the pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today, as we continue to walk through the Gospel of Luke, we're going to look at a, another incredible chapter, Luke chapter 16. Now, much of Luke 16, Jesus is warning about having a, a money-focused mindset. He's he's warning about letting letting a love of money take root in your heart and, and serving um, the desire to be wealthy rather than serving God. And the, the chapter ends with Jesus giving an illustration that really demonstrates this danger. And uh, and this illustration, it's it's interesting because he doesn't uh he doesn't say this is a parable. This potentially could be a real situation that has actually happened. We are just left to guess. Maybe that's a question we can ask the Lord when we when we are with Him in glory in heaven. But I want to I want to jump right in and let's uh, let's read the text. And I might make a few comments as we walk through it. And then let's think through what is the ancient way for our modern day as we consider Luke chapter sixteen. So let's jump in. Here we go. Verses 19 through 31 says, There was a rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. This guy is, uh, he's got the best clothing and he has uh, an incredible meal every day. Verse 20, And at his gate was, was laid a poor man named Lazarus, who cover, who was covered with sores, who desired to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, even the dogs came and licked his sores. So we get the, the contrast here. Lazarus is, he is in bad shape. He has got sores. He is poor. He, uh, he would love to eat the scrapes and the scraps from the table of, of the rich man and dogs come and lick his sores. I hope you haven't had breakfast yet. This is not the the kind of image that is uh, moving to us, right? And so the text continues. It says, the poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. And in Hades, being tormented, he lifted his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water and cool my tongue. They are in two different eternities. Abraham's side or Abraham's bosom. This is considered the, the heavenly place of, of the, the dead. And then, and then Hades is, is the, the torturous place. And it's so bad that uh, the rich man would love to just have come Lazarus come and dip his finger in water and dip it onto the rich man's tongue. It says, for I am in anguish in this flame. But Abraham said, child, remember that you in your life re- receive your good things and Lazarus in like manner bad things. But now he is com- comforted here and you are in anguish. And besides all this, between us and you, a great chasm has been fixed in order that those who would pass from here to you may not be able and none may cross from there to us. And he said, then I beg you, Father Abraham, to send him to my father's house for I have five brothers so that he may warn them lest they also come into this place of torment. So there's this 
holding place of the dead. You, you got Abraham's bosom and you have Hades. This is often considered Sheol and it's whole, the holding place of the dead. There's a great chasm between the two. And this rich man, he can see Lazarus and he's being comforted. And we can see this rich man, he's he's being tormented. Now, now we... we, we we can't build our theology out of saying if you're poor, you're going to heaven, and if you're rich, you're going to hell. That's that's not the teaching that's being taught here. Uh, there's something bigger happening. Let's, let's continue in the text. Let's see what, what Jesus' point in telling this story is. He says, But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them, your brothers, hear. Let them listen to, to the Old Testament scripture. And he, the rich man, said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. Look, here's what's going on. These brothers and, and this rich man, they, they needed to repent of their love of wealth instead of their love of God. They needed to repent of, of probably a lifestyle that had been abusive toward the poor and self-righteous and self-focused that they needed to repent. And they've got the Old Testament scriptures. Abraham says, look, they've got what they need if they would go and listen to God's word and, and obey it and, and, and trust and believe. Verse 31, he, Abraham, said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. I read this, it sends a shiver down my spine. This thing is, it is jam-packed with meaning. You understand what this is saying here? This first of all is saying that, that they, they've got what they need in the Old Testament scriptures. Later we're going to see in Luke that Jesus is going to explain that Moses and the prophets, they, they testify to Christ. And then Jesus says this, this foreshadowing phrase. It's almost ominous, right? It, it, <clears throat> this is, if they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. He, we're not just talking about Lazarus rising from the dead here. We're talking about Jesus, who is going to be resurrected after he is going to be crucified to pay the price for sin. And Jesus is making this point even before his, his resurrection, that, that even that those who have the scriptures and who are unwilling to believe them, they will not even be convinced when he's resurrected. And this all ties back to um, serving God or serving money, living for God or living for money, trusting the scriptures or trusting in our wealth, and ultimately trusting in Jesus' death and resurrection for our salvation, not in not in our financial, our financial status, not, not in our own ability, but trusting in the Christ. See, our ancient ways for our modern days today, it's, it's, there's a few levels here. The, the primary level is, is to trust in the Christ, to trust in his death and resurrection. That's, that's got to be the foundation. And this is, this is the common theme over and over that we're going to see. This is the foundation of, of everything we teach. And yeah, I, at times I feel like I'm a, a record that's on a repeat because, because I'm never going to stop uh, highlighting this most important message in all of Scripture. Trust in the Christ, in Jesus, and his death and resurrection for our salvation. But in the application that falls out of this, 
is, is how do we end up living our lives? If we trust in Christ, then we, we don't serve money. We serve God. If we trust in the Christ, we don't live for wealth. We notice the needs of those around us and we care for them. This is, this is the message we're talking about. This is the ancient way for our modern day. Trust in the Christ and then live, live out that trust, that trust you have in him.